I'm learning this more and more. It's your loss. It's your opinion. It's, I'm not going to let other people decide how I live my life. There is one shot that we get. And I always think about 8 Mile when I say that. <laughs> Welcome to the Chelsea Pearson Podcast. I'm Chelsea, a wife, mom of two toddlers, a life and business coach, a network marketing professional with over a decade of experience in social sales and personal growth, and a long-form girl living in an Instagram story world. I am not going to limit myself to 140 characters any longer. So run, drive, work, clean your house, organize your closet. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, so today is my 34th birthday. Even saying that, there's nothing there's nothing about that number that is old or scary. It's just kind of surreal to be getting older. And like many of us, we probably feel like we are a lot younger in spirit and inside than how our driver's license actually reflects how many years we've been on this earth and I thought today I would reflect on some of the things that I've learned over the last year and share with you some specific strategies on how you can implement these lessons into your life because I'll tell you at 34 and so many people have told me this whether it was a meme or a tweet or just a one-on-one conversation your 20s are about discovery and hopefully learning to regulate yourself a little bit and start to move in the direction toward what you want to create and what you want to commit to in your life without perfection, with so many mistakes. I mean, I'm, oh, I, I look back and I'm so grateful for every single thing, but there were so many poor decisions that I have made in my 20s, like probably all of us. But then in your 30s, you really stop caring you know, I was actually at, I was at a leadership event for body this past weekend. It usually always falls on my birthday, but I was looking back at this. I, this is my, I think my 10th event that I went to. I've been with the company for 12 years and I was looking back on videos and memories from my 30th birthday because it landed on the day of the conference. And my mantra was F you, I'm 30. And you know, I I was raised in church, so I don't swear publicly, but I definitely have a mouth on me when when the time is right and when it calls for it. But never, 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 never in a million years would I would I say that to somebody. And it was, you know, I had people around me. I had very good friends who wanted me to have a backbone and stand up for myself against being treated poorly. That was the joke. Like that needs to be your mantra, Chelsea. F you. You're you're 30. I'm 30. And you know, I say that as a joke, but like really in your 30s, you what everyone says is true. You stop thinking so much about what other people think. You stop worrying about how they perceive you. Of course, there's some people who just naturally have that gift, and for others it does take entering your 40s and your 50s and 60s. So there's no shame in the speed in which you learn to stop holding the opinions of other people at such a high regard. But every single day of my life and the further I get into my 30s, the more I'm like, I just don't care what you think. 
You don't know the life I've lived. You don't know the circumstances that I'm in. I don't, I don't like what you like. I don't believe what you believe. I know what I know. And building that sort of conviction and that sort of confidence is something that every single one of us can do every day of our life. So I think that there is just this this thing that happens in your 30s where you've experienced enough adulthood, you're getting tired of the BS and the drama, and you're just like, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do what feels right. I'm going to follow my instincts. And that's really the resounding message of 34 for me is turning down the volume on every other person and opinion and take and political party and religious you know, you shouldn't do this or you should do that or this is the way that you should be running a business or this is the way you should be posting on social media. You know, some people say it directly to me. My inbox gets wild. The dark the dark uh, corners of the internet really have a lot of takes about the way that I live my life on my Instagram stories or the way that I do things. But then it's also very much so like in your head. Like nobody's saying that to you, but because we're hearing that this is what parenting looks like, or this is what faith looks like, or this is what business looks like. It's very easy if you're not rooted in what you feel and what you experience and what you believe into the marrow of your bones, you can start to pick up like, oh, is that what I should be doing? Or this is the right way. This is the wrong way. I just refuse to live the rest of my life with black and white thinking I believe in nuance, I believe in context, I believe in space to make mistakes and figure things out and course correct. And I've seen the pendulum swing back and forth in my own life between one school of thought to another. Like we inherit this belief system or we inherit this worldview. And so we cling to it and then we let go of it sometimes by completely rebelling and and experiencing the other side. And then we realize that that other extreme maybe isn't necessarily the truth or our truth or our experience or what we really believe. And so we swing backwards. Gravity takes takes hold and hopefully brings us to that middle ground where we can really reflect and integrate and synthesize all of the black pieces, all of the white pieces, and find a mosaic that is made up of all the different shades of gray because there are so many different angles that we can interpret experience and the world and people and love and life and growth through. So once you really start to swim in the deep waters of what you think, it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And there's so much more space for them to think what they want to think and have it be okay. Like you, you get to disagree with me. You get to not like me. You get to not approve of me. You get to think and feel and do anything that you want to do. You do you, boo. And I'm going to do me. And that's really true about your 30s. And something to look forward to if you're a younger listener And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for that time in my life. Or even if you're older than me or the same age as me, but you just haven't experienced that yet, there's so much specific work that you can do around strengthening your beliefs so that you don't have to lean on the foundations and the scaffolding of what other people's opinions are. 
they just become irrelevant and they fade into the background. Something really tangible that I do, I try to do every single day is to intentionally build belief and ask myself the questions that often go unanswered and spin in my brain and cause me to overthink when in reality, if I just paused and asked myself, well, what is success for me? Or what is beautiful enough for me? Or what is smart? Or what is fun? How do I define connection? What is it that I'm really after? Very often we are met with silence when we ask ourselves those questions because we haven't allowed ourselves to go down that pathway, that neural pathway of thought. And we get that pause where we don't know how to answer that question. And if someone was to ask you that, it may take 30, 60, 90 seconds for you to really say, you know, I don't know. You know, when you're feeling like a failure, being asked or asking yourself, well, what is failure to you? How do you know when you're a failure? How do you define other people who are failures? Your brain's like, okay, wow, I've been labeling myself and my brain a failure, but I don't even have a definition for it or enough or success. That one for me is, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? I just want to be successful. Without a definition, you can let other people unknowingly slip into your brain and define that for you. I don't want people to think I'm a failure. I don't want people to think that I'm not enough or that I'm not successful. Well, what is that to you, really? Because if you don't know what that is, you'll fall for anything that anyone else says. And that work really does take brain power, not overthinking and spinning that cycle that feels like it goes nowhere. I've heard somebody call it mental masturbation. It's like, it's really just not helpful. And then pausing and really sitting down and thinking about that question and writing it out or typing it out, it's allowed me to get so clear on who Chelsea is and what she thinks and what she knows and what she likes and what she loves and what connection or significance or fun or novelty or certainty or security or peace feels like in my body and my life. And when I feel like I'm not feeling those things and it happens often, I then ask myself, well, what would it feel like? And what do I need? But I don't let myself off the hook in terms of answering that question because one, I know how meaningful it is to really challenge my brain and, and define that variable or that, that result that I'm looking to create. But then it also really protects me from other people. I don't care what you think about my face or my lip filler or my hair extensions or my body or how I'm helping people or what my marriage looks like or how I, I parent or how I save or how I spend or how I do anything because I know why I do what I do. I know the reason behind it. I know the heart behind it. 
and I've taken the time to really decide who I want to be. So if you have a different definition for how I should be doing things, that's crazy. That's crazy that you're spending your energy and your life force on me. I pity you. I I pity them. I I feel sad. Man, I wish if you could put all of that judgment and all of that criticism and all of those thoughts about me toward yourself, your life would just open up. Like you deserve, not you, but you, the person who is having the opinion, you just put that on yourself, put that on your kids, put that on your dreams. Thank you for the compliment that you're thinking about me, but wow, I'm thinking about me too. So that is a common ground that we share, even though it feels like you know, you're being attacked. At least you guys are both thinking about yourselves. That's that's the, the place you can start when it comes to moving forward and, and getting on the same page. I don't know if you've heard this phenomenon, but if somebody triggers you or somebody causes you to be like obsessed with them, like, oh, I love them so much. Admiration, just you're in awe of how they do things or they just like turn you off and make your skin crawl and give you the ick, as kids say. Chances are that's a part of you that has been suppressed subconsciously. Something in childhood or something that just made you say, hey, this little switch and all the personality um, configurations that one could have when they're born, something taught you to suppress that thing and turn it off. So subconsciously, when you see it, it's, it's something that unknowingly yourself is telling you like, oh, that's a thing that's available to you, but you've just turned it off and it's dormant, so it's either going to really bother you or you're going to be very attracted to it. And for me, one of the many things that trigger me and I'm obsessed with is a personality that does not give an F. Like, I'm like, how? What? It's just, it's magnificent to see. It's somebody standing in their power and just being so clear it's leadership, it's inspiration, it's courage, it's certainty. And those are things that I have allowed to be in younger years dormant in who I am and how I show up in the world. And if you've seen my evolution over the last few years, because I've been sharing on social media since 2011, I have been actively working on becoming her because I noticed I was either so turned off by people who like didn't care what anyone else thought and they would just sort of like, well, this is what I think, so this is it. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, just because I'm, I'm a very empathetic person too who wants to, to hold space for everyone's experience and what they think. But then I'd also see women and men who are just like, yeah, this is what I believe and this is what I know and this is what I think. And they stood in that so powerfully and I'm like, ugh, that's so incredible too. And I think that's what I picked up over my 33rd year on this earth is really taking the time like I had just shared to ask myself what I think and then expand and expand and expand and ask myself why and then why and then why and really do the work to get to know myself and what I think and what I love and what I perceive and what I want. And now I'm just like very, very clear and very, very confident and feeling very, very unshakable. 
and I will have bad days and I will be insecure and I will cry and I will question myself and feel vulnerable and usually it's because I'm doing something new that I just don't have practice in or maybe there's a little bit of truth in the criticism that I receive and I always love to look for the criticism from or the truth from the criticism of the trolls and the haters and the the well-meaning skeptics because I always want to pursue truth and clarity and kindness and goodness and integrity so if I can learn I'm open I'm not so brazen and so in my own bubble that I can't grow and learn and and be humble and change but of the things that are good and beautiful and fun and life-giving and high integrity like if I know I'm in that zone you can't rock me from that place because I know who I am and I know what I stand for. I don't know if you guys have ever made vision boards, but goal setting has been a cornerstone of the last decade of leading my own business and charting the course for myself because there's no manager and there's no boss that's telling me what I want and what I need and what I have to do. So having a vision that drives you forward is is not just like woo-woo crazy, which I love woo-woo, <laughs> but it's something that is so incredible to reflect back on. I love iPhones, photos, and videos, and on this day, and memories, because I just have this, we all have this incredible arsenal and beautiful database of memories of who we've been and who we're becoming. I had these, I actually have them right now, these door closet doors that open outward in my office and I'm looking at them right now and I had these two cork boards I'm actually I have to put these up and do this again I had these two cork boards and I used command hooks to hang them up so that when I open the left door I would see one cork board and when I open the right door I'd see another and the door on on the vision board on my right was my vision board. It was all the quotes that embodied who I wanted to be. It was all the accomplishments I wanted to strive and for and reach in my business. It was the woman that I wanted to be and how I wanted to dress and what I wanted to look like. It was the photos that represented the experiences that I wanted to have and the environment that I wanted around me and so when I opened that door, I'd see a visual representation of everything that I wanted and everything that spoke to me and that I was willing to do the work to create. But on the left side was a blank corkboard. And I called that my rear view mirror board. So I have my vision board, the windshield, where I'm going. And then I have my rear view mirror. And every single time I accomplished one of those goals, because I'd go to my office and I'd look at those things and I'd say to myself, what do I have to do today to make that happen? And sometimes like it really was just pulling the trigger. And other times it was setting the goal and not accomplishing it for four years and just moving it to next year's vision board. But when I accomplished one of those things, I would pull the thumbtack, I would take that picture or that quote that represented a goal that I had accomplished 
and I'd move it to the rearview mirror because it felt so unbelievably sacrilegious and dishonoring to take this thing that drove me forward and inspired me and called me into a higher level of myself to then, what, throw that out or put it somewhere in a drawer where I can't see it. I struggle and I struggled with honoring the miles that I had already run and all the things that I had accomplished that felt so impossible and taking the time to really reflect on how I've grown. And I know so many of you guys either don't even set goals or if you do, you only have a vision board or a list of goals, but you don't look at them. Or if you do all those things, maybe you don't honor what you've already done. And I know that New Year's is when people make resolutions and set goals. If you're not an entrepreneur and you're not, you know, especially not in the, the body world, you know, I, most of my friends are, are partners and um, business owners. So like we're always talking about goals. So I know that's very atypical. Um, and if you're somebody who like wants to get around people like that, please slip in my DMs. There's always a spot for you in my organization and on my team. And I love to mentor new people, whether it's fitness or entrepreneurship, like let's go. Let's, let's grow together. Um, I easily have another decade ahead of me in terms of commitment to this calling and my career. But this year, I think I'm going to set my goals for the year ahead for me, for who I want to be at 34 and what I want to create. And I didn't do a very good job of vision boards this year. It was a messy year. I look back on uh, even January of, of 2023, um, I was in a postpartum haze. I hadn't figured out how I wanted to just reclaim myself on the other side of an awful, awful, awful pregnancy. And because that was such a tough pregnancy and hyperemesis gravidarum just left, basically left me in a coma for seven months, I needed to give my space to just like exist and not perform and not decide and just be present with my kids. And I just, I'm so proud of that. Like I'm so proud of that decision because I could have easily felt pressure or swept to be something for other people. And a lot of people were not happy about that in my business and my life. And sorry, they, you know, they're, it is, I'm learning this more and more. It's your loss. It's your opinion. It's like, I'm not going to let other people decide how I live my life. There is one shot that we get. And I always think about eight mile when I say that, <laughs> but I'm going this, this year on my birthday to just really reflect on what I've created and make sure that I fill in my rear view mirror. You know, for me, when I set goals, typically I don't hit them that year. But then when I look back and it's, it's so crazy because if you've ever been guided through a vision board process or a goal setting process, people are like, you need to put the magic wand stuff on there. Like crazy, never in a million years, you feel embarrassed and like a little bit nervous to even write it down and say you want it. That's how you know a goal is, is going to stretch you and make you grow into the person that can create that thing. And I look back and I never, like I, I don't wanna say never, I rarely hit the goals that year. 
But when I look back on everything on my rear view mirror, and it maybe took two years or three years or five years or seven years, I have made them all a reality. I have almost all of them. I would like to meet Dave Grohl someday, but that's still on my board. And so if you're interested in doing this process yourself, I'm also going to say this as a reminder for me, like get crazy, get crazy. I have to shout out my, my business coach from last year, Rachel Bodie. She, she just rocked my world with this quote. She always says a goal is simply a tool to help you become the next version of yourself. Like it's not about the goal. It's, I mean, sometimes it's about the goal, but once you really get comfortable and consistent and proficient with goal setting, it's not about the goal. It's about becoming the person who can make the goal happen. And that's why I'm not going to speak for all billionaires and millionaires and achievers and like, you know, artists and anybody who's pursuing any sort of ambitious pursuit in their life. You're like, don't you have enough money or... Why, why are you still doing this? Or haven't you run enough marathons? Like, this is crazy. I suspect, and I'm almost positive, that it, they're being compelled by the pursuit. And the prize is the process. And the joy is in the journey. And it's not about the goal. It's about who you become. It's about who you have to transform into. It's what you have to change about your behaviors and your habits and your activity and how you see yourself and the self-concept that you step into in order to make that happen. So yeah, they're a little crazy, but we want you to be a little delusional too and start to stretch yourself and start to set goals and start to dream. Because if you don't make it happen, it's no big deal. There's no loss, but there's so much life and there's so much potential on the other side of you setting a goal. And if you don't set it, it's never going to happen. Allow yourself the audacity to just say you want it. And if you don't, and it's not for you, you can change your mind. You can crumple that piece of paper up on your vision board and throw it away. Or you leave it up there. And it's something that you pursue and you chase and you work toward and you become the kind of person that makes that happen. But you have a vision each day. It's the reason, I mean, I drink Energize, which is our pre-workout. It's caffeine and beta alanine. So it literally gives me a tingle and I'm like, I have to go work out. But so many people will message me and be like, I just don't have the motivation to get out of bed. And that's totally relatable especially when it's winter, especially when your bed is comfortable, especially when there's not a vision that's pulling you out of your bed. It starts with vision. It starts with allowing yourself to say over the next year, this is what I want to try to create. This is what I want to try to become. This is what I want to try to pursue. So you can take it off your vision board if it's not for you. You know, no harm, no foul. You can leave it up there and chase it like I do. And then, maybe, someday, I believe in you, I believe in me, I believe in us, you'll grow into the person that actually makes that a reality. And you can take it off your vision board and turn around and put it in your rear view mirror. 
and reflect on everything that you decided to be and everything that you decided to believe and everything that you decided to become with your ear earplugs in. This is your life. This is my life. This is not a group project. I get to decide who I become and how I live and how I grow and what I do. And when I ask myself the question, what do I think? What do I love? What do I know? What makes sense to me? What feels good? What inspires me? When I answer those questions, it pulls me like a force field toward the vision for my life. So today's going to be a really quick episode. We had some longer ones. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the show. Please share them with somebody that it might be meaningful towards. And as always, my my inbox is always open. You can find my Instagram in the show notes. Um, reach out to me. I am a relentless goal setter and cheerleader and coach toward toward anything you want to create. That's my that's my role in the world is to is to help you become that and step into that and lead by example. So here's the 34. I am so grateful for the privilege of getting older and wiser. <laughs> and even more opportunity and ability to pass on the things that I've learned and the things that I love. So thank you for being here with me and trusting me. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for spending your time with me today on this episode of the Chelsea Pearson podcast. I can't wait to hear what made an impact or what you want to hear next. You can let me know on Instagram or in your internet browser at chelseapearson.co drop the M. Dotcoms are overrated anyway. And you'll find so many more ways to learn, links to explore, and ways to work together. And if you could take a moment and share this with a friend who needs to hear this message or leave a rating and review, it would mean the world. Check out the show notes for everything mentioned in this episode today and have a great day. You are enough. You are loved. You are just getting started. Life only gets better from here.